Hello, everybody, and welcome to the sixth podcast of Dignity and Respect Today. Today, I'm going to introduce a new section of our podcast called Hollow Hollow. Hello, hello is a tribute to those Filipinos working in the U.S. Postal Service and particularly those working at Wallingford Station. Hello, hello, if you don't know, is a traditional refreshment from the Philippines. It is a base of shaved ice. There is a variety of different items kind of constantly changing and evolving that is put into the shaved ice that could include gelatin, beans, corn, fruits, coconut that is topped with a layer of condensed milk. It's all kind of mixed up and it is uh, both refreshing and surprising way to spend your afternoon in those tropical afternoons of the Philippines. So what I'll be doing in my hollow hollow sections is giving you a mix of what's going on in my life, what's going on at the station, that's the whole hodgepodge of different bits and pieces of what is happening with me and Wallingford Station. So the first little tidbit of this hollow how I'd like to talk about is my 44th day on non-paid emergency status. That's right. 44 days I've been sitting home, unpaid, unable to do my job, both carrying the mail and representing my fellow carriers at Wallingford Station. They were supposed to meet both USPS management and my union last Wednesday on the 25th to resolve this issue, but then when Wednesday arrived, the Wallingford Station manager was too busy to come. So, postponed once again. Yesterday was Halloween, trick-or-treat, and we had a huge bowl of candy that was left from the night. And since I'm sitting at home, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for me to eat a lot of candy. And so I took a trip to my station and delivered a big bag full of candy for the carriers to share. It was awesome, really awesome to see everybody at the station. Got a lot of information, heard a lot about what was going on. Probably the most important thing is that there is no union representation for any of those carriers at Wallingford Station this week. And it appears like management is loving it. Loving it in the way that they would. Seeing how they can 
threaten, cajole, intimidate the carriers with nobody there. Um, so I hope to get back next week, and I have a lot of grievances I am ready to file. And I'm also feeling frustrated. Frustrating with the fact that there seems to be no one within the higher echelons of my unit that has any care or concern that a union steward would be taken off the floor for 44 days and all those carriers would be left to be stranded. I have been pushing kind of as much as I can to basically say that we need, as a union, to resolve the issue of the constant and continuation of taking a union steward off the floor without any consequences or penalty. What I feel right now is that when I eventually am returned, we will consider it a win that Ralph Kuhlman was off for 45, 50, 55, 60 days, and he gets paid. And that nobody within my union will be standing behind me or any other union steward that has to walk back onto that floor and realize that this, the day after tomorrow could be the next time, the sixth time, that they are removed without any reason or purpose except to stop their carriers from being represented adequately. Sooner or later, I'll be returned to my job at Wallingford Station with or without the support of management or potentially my own union and I will begin to engage them again. I honestly believe that's when this podcast will start to become incredibly interesting. When management's actions, management's moves, start writing the script of this podcast. On a completely different tangent, I believe you all are familiar with the music that I have been playing to introduce and end this podcast. You know it. It all goes something like this. You probably think of it as the clown music. It is what Barnum and Bailey played for I'm going to guess probably a hundred years when the clowns entered the tent. Um, remarkably, that's not the name of the song. The song was written by someone called Alexander Nakarod, and it is entitled Enter the Gladiators. And I feel like that's appropriate for this podcast because... We have got to be gladiators. We have got to be going into this unified, ready, willing to do what it takes to win. And to realize just how difficult the task is that we have in front of us. 
my son is an ultimate frisbee player and last weekend he participated in the ultimate frisbee club championships in san diego he has a phenomenal team with a lot of phenomenal players um they entered the tournament playing the number one seed the first day first match and they beat the number one team in the country they went on to win every match until they got to the knockout round of the semifinals they played a phenomenal match they lost on the last point of that match and finished in a tie for third. The ironic part of all of it was that the number one ranked team in the country that they beat on the first day won the championship. And they had an incredible amount of good fortune getting to that championship. They had the call that overchanged a goal that allowed them to win their semifinal match. I'm sure that the players on my son's team were frustrated. I'm sure that there were a lot of people who felt that the process did not work out correctly. But that is neither here nor there. What it did cause is for me to reflect a little bit on what it is going to take for us as gladiators to accomplish our goal, to get dignity and respect every day, to be able to grasp the prize that we want as a union, as union members. And that means that in order to win, in order to enter that arena, we have got to have skill. It's the first thing we need. We have to know what we are doing. We have to be good at what we are doing. And that is often dependent upon the union stewards and the people above them in the union. We also have to be a determined team. We have to be able to work together and we have to have a focus on what the ultimate prize is and all agree that we're going to meet that end. And finally, like the number one team in the country who eventually won the championship, we need a bit of good fortune. We're going to need some things to go our way that may involve nothing we have control over or it may involve us making sure we have control over everything that we can and taking the chances we need to win. Unfortunately, I don't feel that's happening right now. I don't feel that we actually have any visualized goal of what we're go where we're going, what we want. And until we can do that, we are going to have 
difficult time. Which brings me to the final little bit of this broadcast of Hollow Hollow. And that is the fact that we do not have a contract. Our contract expired months ago. We have no idea what's being negotiated on our behalf. Someday we're all going to walk into our station and we're going to be told we have a contract. And then we are going to have to decide whether we're going to accept that contract or not accept that contract. We'll have no idea until the moment someone says, hey, we've got a contract. What is in that contract? And we will have to be able to figure out what it is that we want. And that has not been a part of the discussion as far as I can tell from anyone up the line of responsibility within the National Association of Letter Carriers. We've got to be prepared because it's not just wages. And let's be real, the United Auto Workers just got 25% pay increase plus cost of living. UPS got $49 an hour. They got a commitment to staff their stations. They got their days off. A, a, a contract that says they will not be required to work on their days off. Let's be serious. We better have a team that is negotiating those same conditions. We better have a team somewhere, someplace, that is saying we need to get back to a fair day's wages for a fair day's work and we need to be able to spend time with our friends and our family and do the things that are important to us. You know, when I was at Wallingford Station, I had a carrier ask me, I have a doctor's appointment. I need to go to that doctor's appointment. I had to schedule it on a day that wasn't my work day. What can I do? And the answer is, you need to take care of yourself. You have a contract that allows you to take care of yourself. We cannot let them take those rights away. And we cannot have a team that is going to allow the continued constant overworking of an underpaid sales force. So if you're listening to this, I'm encouraging everybody to think about what your bottom line is because the contract is coming and sooner or later we have to decide is our union doing what they need to do on our behalf and we need to make some decisions and we need to start figuring out what those are collectively. 
Well, that concludes today's episode. I'm Ralph Kuhlman, and I'm a union steward at Wallingford Station in Seattle. I'd like to thank all the clowns that made this podcast necessary. The stellar management staff at Wallingford Station, the incomprehensible team at the Seattle Postmaster's office, ordering brutal commands in an effort to enforce the metric of the day through the entire city and beyond. And finally, everybody at upper management at USPS. Your identification of the metric of the day makes all of this insanity possible. <laughs>